Hey, 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 maniacs, what is going on? This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast. I am your host, Adam Brewer. Please go to the Michigan Maniac Podcast fan page on Facebook. Like it, read whatever I put on there, listen to it. I post whatever interesting things I can put on there about the Michigan experience, the Michigan Wolverines, football or basketball. Um, so let's get into this. This is another news drop. A uh, few interesting have ha- few interesting things have happened. Uh, just over the last couple days. Um, I'll be honest. One of them is fake news. The other one is a new football league, and then that's the Super Bowl. So, and obviously, as we all know. The Super Bowl is our big boy, Tommy Brady. So, let's get into that, actually. Um, It's not going to be much. I'm not going to break this down. We all know what we're looking at here. The Patriots are great. The Rams are phenomenal. So, you're looking at one or two things are going to happen. The Rams do one thing very well, and that is rush up the middle. And as we all know... The Giants beat the Patriots twice with that same strategy, right? And then luck from the football gods on both games. So, I don't necessarily believe that's going to be a winning strategy for the Rams this time, only because that their linebackers are complete garbage. 100% garbage. You can't name an all-star or even a decent player as a linebacker on that Rams team. They're garbage. No good. Turds. I don't know what else to tell you. Very bad. And that doesn't bode well for the Rams when you've got uh, the slot team extraordinaire uh New England Patriots, and let's just put it this way. If New England even figures out a way to slow down Donald and uh, and Dominic Sue just a bit, Brady gets that ball off in two seconds. Mm, I don't see a lot of problems there. I really just don't. I, I see this being obviously a close game, but if I had to put money on it, I'd rather bet that... Uh, Todd Gurley chokes and Goff choke before Brady and James White or even Sony Michelle. When you have got, and I for the life of me, I can't remember the, the fullback for the Patriots. When you've got the fullback for the Patriots, who's a big mamma jamma, who knows how to block, and you got Gronk, who knows how to block, opening up huge holes, Sonny Michelle doesn't even need to worry about it. It's a fucking Super Bowl. He just needs to run. That's all he needs to do. And as we, if you've seen him in college and if you've seen him this season, he's the best draft pick the Patriots have had in years. Years, by the way, okay? That's just the way it goes. He's smart. He's fast. He knows how to run between the tackles. That's humongous. Now... I think Brady's going to win it. I, I see the 24-21, 31-21. I, I see it pretty much over by the third quarter. Because I just, I, I don't see the Patriots screwing this one up. Tommy Boy, our boy, is going to get six Super Bowl rings. Uh, ending 
any and all debate on who's the greatest. Thank you very much. Uh, now that that's settled, um, let's uh, let's just attack the fake news real quick. Because it could be real, I don't know. But all I know is I am never taking my news from buck nuts. I mean, if you even if you're pro Ohio State, you should never take positive news from an organization that willingly named themselves Buck Nuts. I mean, it's bad enough that your team is named after a poisonous nut, but you still gotta play into it, you bunch of stupid idiots. So anyways, Buck Nuts is reporting that Chris Evans has been kicked off the Michigan Wolverine football team due to violations of the football team and school uh, policy. Now, I have searched all over the place, and I got some 24-7 that alluded to a tweet that some moron put up there because he went to class with Chris Evans, and he it sounds like he is a closeted Ohio State fan or a closeted Sparty fan. Either way, you both know that he is not mentally capable of actually doing the classes he should be doing at Michigan, and he should be failing out very soon. Either way, he's like, wow, I haven't seen Chris Evans in a while. He's kind of dumb. All he does is focus on, now I'm paraphrasing, he only focuses on his football, his football camps. Whoa, what a good guy. He focuses on helping poor kids and uh, get into a football camp to get noticed. Oh, what an awful person that is. Uh, I haven't seen him. Oh, and then by the way, and then he throws other unnamed Michigan football players under the bus by saying, well, they're all dumb. They, they, I saw one guy just stare at a test and not even do it. And then he got, he passed. It's just like, come on. Seriously, dude. Why don't you just, I mean, you went to buck nuts, man. You, you broke the story to buck nuts, but you're not going to go to, a legitimate news source like Locked On, Wolverines, or 24-7. And granted, I know those guys are my competition, but those guys live in A2, all right? Uh, the Crown City, I get it. I may never be a legitimate insider. I may only be the fan, the fan guy's fun page, but I'll tell you, if I don't hear from certain real legitimate sources, I'm not going to believe it. And they're like, ah, Chris Evans is out. I don't really believe it, but let's, let me just add, let's say for uh, shits and giggles that Chris Evans is out, right? He's, you know, he's now the new serial killer. He's the BTK or whatever you want to put, you know, add whatever awful thing you want to add on to him that Bucknuts just wasn't smart enough to think of, you know, because obviously they're Buckeye fans. Uh, or Buckeye graduates, Ooh, even worse. Um, okay, you know what? It would be awful to lose Chris Evans. But I'm not panicking about it. Who would panic? Chris, Chris Evans is entering into the season where he could really truly be an asset to this team. But if he got, if he did something stupid and got kicked off, hey, fuck him. 
Good luck with your life. If you can't stay on the straight and narrow at Michigan, right? I don't know what else to tell you, pal. I really don't. But we're in good hands. True Wilson, uh, Christian Turner, our man Zach Charbonnet. That kid is already in school, getting bigger, working on the offense. I'm telling you, you go to that spring game this season, you're going to see Zach Charbonnet tear it up. That's my one guess. I'm t- but even still, True Wilson, Christian Turner, they're not just schlubs on a fucking team that just whatever. It's not like they don't know what's going on and their 40 is like plus six, six seconds. You ain't going to see that out of those two cats. Oh, and by the way, we have Hashan uh, Haskins, I believe his name is. He's supposed to be the best overall running back we got. Now, granted, I didn't see anything because he spent most of the year defensive and offensive guy. Who knows? He ended up offense, but we'll see what happens. Like I said, I don't live in A2, so I don't get much uh, insider insight, but I can get an opinion, and I'll tell you, most of my opinions are square dead on. Uh, just go back and listen to my Urban Meyer shit. I called it before any of those fucking people. Any of them. I hate to toot my own horn. Fuck that. I do love to toot my own horn. I got it right. And I'm just a fan. Imagine what I'd do if I lived in A2. Anyways. Chris Evan goes, I don't know. Good luck. I wish you the best. But we're still in great hands. And that goes to show you Bucknuts knows nothing about our team and what we're recruiting. Because they said, if Evans is gone next season, the the running back room is garbage. Really? Garbage? Christian Turner, garbage? Uh, True Wilson, garbage? Granted, uh, you had insider info on how to beat us because of bitch titties fucking Greyjoy and Al Washington. That don't mean you're better than us. Trust me, I know the records, blah, blah, I don't give a crap. We'll see this year. We're going to see this year when either one of those guys, including Zach Charbonnet, going to fucking run all over your punk ass, plus we're going to throw all over your punk ass, speed in space. I don't, I just, uh, Ryan Day can suck a dick for all I care. All I know is I'm not worried about it. Now, now that we're done with fake news, until something comes out legitimate, and you know I'll have a news drop when it's legitimate, but until then, it was just a little fun going over. Just so you all know, we're not in any danger. Running back is solid. Absolutely solid. I have zero worries about that. Now, let's get into the fun thing here. There is a new football league coming out. Uh... It starts, let me check my notes, February 9th, night, uh, this month, actually, fuck, this month, just a couple more days, a couple days after the Super Bowl, right? Um, it's called the AAF. Now, that stands for uh, Alliance of American Football. I don't know exactly who started this, but I know a few of the pro football players that are involved. And let's see where, uh, let me get some of these names. We've got uh, Heinz Ward, Justin Tuck, Troy Palomalu, uh, Jared Allen. Now, 
Those are some fantastic football players putting together a league. I'm sure they have a few uh, ex-NFL execs in that. Uh, It sounds interesting. Now, there's only eight teams. It's a 10-week season. But the reason why I mention this is because we have five. Count them five. Michigan Wolverines in this league on five different teams. Now, a few of them have been some of my favorite Wolverines over the years. Some of them have disappointed me. Some have actually lived up uh, lived up to the hype and even exceeded the hype, right? And some of them, I don't think got a fair shot, to be quite honest. And I'm going to go over this. So, breaking into that, we've got five. We've got Denard Robinson. We've got Ty Isaac, Davion Smith, Channing Stribling, and then Matt Godin, okay? So, uh, I'm going to go into this real quick. Uh, Denard Robinson is listed as a running back. That's right, a running back. Uh, he actually exceeded my expectation coming out of Michigan. I mean, we all knew. He's, he was a poor man's Jalen Hurt, to be quite honest. Or a better Jalen Hurt. I don't know. Neither one of them can throw to save their fucking life. But you give that ball to Denard Robinson and key situations, he normally came up big. Until we faced guys like Alabama and they whipped our ass. But regardless, so he's a poor man, Jalen Hurt. At least Jalen Hurt got to the, to a national title, won it, and then took him back to a second one before he got benched. So Denardo there... Our buddy uh, got into the NFL, did a lot better than I thought he would. Kicked it around with a few teams, mainly the the Jaguars. But he will now be a running back for the Atlanta Legends. No idea whatsoever who coaches it. Probably not a great coach because I didn't bother to write him down. Um, now, I think he's going to do good. Hey, he's proven in the NFL He's probably going to be super electric in this league because I don't see a lot of great uh, defenses, run defenses especially. I think he's going, especially now that everything's going to the RPO, you know the AAF is definitely going to be robbing from the college leagues and from the NFL. So you expect a lot of RPO, and that just is perfect for Denard. Um, Now going... To the second one. Now, we have two other running backs that I really was high on until you got to see who they were as people. I mean, not as people as an off of the football, but the, their work ethic is what I should say. Or their just belief in uh, staying strong. I don't know. Uh, Ty Isaac. To me, once he transferred from USC, I loved watching Ty Isaac run the football. Ty Isaac running that football was a special individual. He was big. I mean, he's like 6'2", 240. He has the speed. He's probably around a 4'5"-ish, 4'6", 40-time. And he could punish cornerbacks, linebackers. He could he can do the job. I don't know what his disconnect was with Michigan because he was very... Very streaky runner. He either cared or he didn't care. It was very upsetting. I always thought he could have been a much better asset. 
And I'm sure injuries played a part. So, anyways, Ty Isaac is going to the Birmingham Iron. Ooh, fancy name. Don't really give a shit what they're all about. We're going to see February uh, 9th. Anyways, moving on. Davion Smith. Now, this dude looked like a man amongst boys when you looked at his physique and the way he could run. I mean, we all know the, the uh, to me, well, anyways, may I don't want to speak for all of you, but to me, Davion Smith, there are two games that define Davion Smith in the good way, and then the rest of them all define him in the bad way. And the two good ones, because I believe in positivity, is uh, the game against BYU, where in 2016, where he ran through, basically ran into the pile, because he doesn't know how to read fucking holes, ran through a pile, busted through about four tackles in the pile, and then ran for about a 65-yard touchdown run, which was a phenomenal run. Just, uh, I mean, electrifying to watch that kid run, right? 100% awesome, loved it. Now, the second game was, I want to say, 2017, when we, the snow game against Indiana. We were down at halftime. We didn't look good that whole fucking game because we had Dickhole O'Corn. Uh, quarterbacking our team to victory, but uh, uh, Davion took it upon himself to really take over the game, and we ended up winning. Uh, not in overtime, but actually a fairly decent, I can't even remember the score, I'm not going to try to, but we all know Davion looked great in that game. Those were the only two games I really remember him for. The rest of them, he underachieved. I mean, you could think, go back to the Iowa game. We're at the we're at our own one, and that that beast, literally a beast. He looks like a grown man. He couldn't get a yard, not even two yards. Granted, our offensive line wasn't great, but you're a man running against boys, and you can't get a yard. You can't even fall. You're six two. You can't fall for a yard. You're going to get us a safety? You can't fall for a yard, Davion. Davion, you can't even fall for a yard. And that's why we lost that freaking Iowa game. Not a fan. Not a fan, I'll tell you that much. But I am curious to see how he plays this season. With the Orlando Apollos. That's right. Very snappy name. Uh, let's move on now. To Okay, this dude is one of my favorites, all right? It's on the defensive end, and I truly think he got a raw deal. I don't think he is given a chance to really shine, and I hope he does it here. Channing Stribling. Everybody talked about Peppers, uh, Hill, I everyone else but Stribling. That kid is tall. He's long. He may not be as fast, but I'm telling you right now, I really do believe this kid has talent. He went, he got draft, or no, I don't know if he, 
I think he got he didn't get drafted, but he signed on as a free agent to Cleveland and then made a few little bounces around the league before he found his way out. It's only been two years, and he found his way out of the NFL only because I really do believe they didn't know how to use this kid correctly. I just uh, watch this kid. I'm telling you, if the A the AAF gets through a full season. Channing Stribling is going to be a major contributor to his team. I really dig the way this kid played football. He was physical. He could run. I mean, he's not the fastest of them all. We all know that. But he was savvy. He knew how to use his hands. He knew when to jump around. He knew. He just knew. He was a very smart football player. I'm a huge fan of Channing Stribling. I really do. I wish, I really wish we could find that kid, but with speed. And I think we did, Amory Thomas. Hallelujah. God bless you, Amory Thomas, the next Charles Woodson. Um. Anyways, uh, so uh, Channing is with the Memphis Express. Uh, for all you old timers who remember the USFL, they're stealing that name from the LA Express. Uh, that's right. Steve Young's old team. The USFL actually shocked me that they didn't make it. Uh, I'm not going to get political, but this is also the same league that Donald Trump decided to get balls deep in. Uh, That's right. And he destroyed the fucking league. Not a great thing. If you really want to know more about that, please check out Netflix and check out, or ESPN, and check out the 30 for 30 USFL. Uh, great, great documentary on that one. Very informative. Um, but that was one of my favorite leagues. Anyways, moving on. Uh, also, the last but not least, uh, Matt Godin. As we all know, defensive line guy. Uh, 2006 guy. Um, he is now with the San Antonio Commanders. Now, that's special to me because I grew up in Denver, Colorado. I went to a high school, John F. Kennedy High School, and we were also named the Commanders. So a little bit of tug at the old hard strings. Uh, they have him listed as a edge pass rusher. I don't know exactly if that's his forte, especially since he was in the middle, I believe, in our schemes. Uh He's a good defensive tackle from what I remember. I don't know if he's a pass rusher. I don't remember him in the NFL, so I can't really pass judgment on this character. I know Matt Golden was solid when he was with the Wolverines, but in the pro football scene, I can't really speak to his accomplishments or his success, whatever it is. Um, so I expect the least out of that guy. I, I do wish him well, though. There's no Michigan Wolverine I have ever seen that I don't wish well, other than maybe Devin Gardner. And then, at, you know, and the older I get and the more I read up on stuff, maybe I shouldn't have blamed Devin Gardner for how shitty he was because he was god-awful. But then again, he had fucking Freddie Flintstone. Brady Hope could not coach. He had no clue what to do with himself. He was playing Tecmo Bowl when everybody else was playing Madden. He had no clue what was going on. So maybe Devin deserves a pass. But Jesus, he was bad. Awful. Just awful. Anyway. So, with that being said, 
Uh, the AAF starts February 9th. They're going to have two games each week. Well, four games all together each week. But you're going to have uh, two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. Um, just to give you a little few notable coaching um, coaching news, I guess. You've got Dennis Eckerson, uh, the old Miami coach, less famous for his stint at ASU, which stunk out the joint. But he is now in charge of the Salt Lake franchise. You got Mike Martz, who has a quarterback I've never even heard of, so that's going to be weird. A quarterback guru with a quarterback you don't know of. Maybe it's one of those Mahomes things where no one knew who he was and he's going to light up the league. But he's in charge of the San Diego uh, franchise. And then you got Ricky Neuheisel, one of the dirtiest coaches in all of college football. Trust me, I know. We all knew him from UCLA, and we also know him from Colorado. CU, my old haunt. That cat is as dirty as they get, but now that he's in the pros, I guess who gives a shit? And he's in charge of our own AZ team, whatever the hell we're named. Um, so I'm actually kind of, I wouldn't say excited. I'm more interested to see what this league has to provide. Um, anything's better than uh, that fast break arena football team. And actually, you know, speaking of fast break arena football, you know who would be great for that league? Rich Rod. That dude believes that that dude was custom made for arena football. Boring. Well, not boring. Just zero defense, all offense, uh, fast break basketball just shoved into a pigskin. Uh, don't be shocked if you ever see Rich Rod coaching an arena team. Now, now granted, there's like two or three leagues or Whatever. I think they're part of the lingerie league. I, I would love to see an arena football team playing a lingerie team. I don't know. Do you have to have banana hammocks? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so, with that being a news drop, we're all done here. I'm trying to go over my notes to see if there's anything else I like about this. Um, oh, right before I leave, a quick note. Congratulations to one of my bet, one of my favorite, favorite of all time, Michigan Wolverine uh, cornerbacks, Ty Law. God bless you, Ty Law, for being elected into the Hall of Fame. You are now with Charles Woodson in the Hall of Fame. That is fantastic. I can't wait. I believe Charles Woodson's in the Hall of Fame. If not, he's going to be. Uh, it's a pretty good class. Ed Reed's in there. A little uh, FYI, which thing I didn't know, and I know this is not Michigan-based, but still an entertaining little tidbit, is that Ed Reed was a two-star high school athlete coming out. So all of you who shit on our three stars and say, well, what are they going to offer? They could end up being Ed Reed. And I know you can't say Ed Reed. Ed Reed is a Hall of Famer in the NFL, but he was dominant with the U. So it's allow our guys to pick out the right guys. You know what I mean? Don Brown's got the eye. I'm telling you, Harbaugh's got the eye. If there's three stars, two stars, one stars, zero stars, if they want to bring them into our program, those motherfuckers got to be special. That's all I'm saying.
right? They got to be special players because I trust in Harbaugh and in Brown, I trust. So, with that being said, congratulations, Ty Law, one of my favorite all-time cornerbacks in Michigan history. Um, if I, I mean, could you go any better uh, if you had Ty Law and Charles Woodson as cornerbacks on your team? You can't go wrong. Like, if, if you could start a team, those are the two defenses, defensive backs you want to start with. And that goes, I am going to put together my all-time favorite lineups out of the history of Michigan. Well, the history meaning when I started being a fan in 83. From 83 till now, I am going to put together an uh, my favorite offensive team and my favorite defensive team maybe go over a little bit because you got to come up with something on the off season. You know what I mean? The off season's a little slow. We got about one more month, maybe even two before the spring game. So we got to fill. And I'm telling you, I'm trying to come up with some interesting sh- stuff. So, like I said, it is always good to be a Michigan Wolverine. Always and forever. Right? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm missing something here. I don't... I just... I thanked you for the 10,000... Or we're getting close to the 10,000. The 10,000 listens. Um, another thing I want to say is... I really do dedicate myself to getting better at this basketball thing. I have always liked basketball. But it's been from afar... Football has always been my number one love. Always and probably forever. I mean, there's just something about a football game that just gets you hyped as fuck. Basketball is exciting, but it's only exciting in a tournament-type style because if you can lose more than four games and still make it to the national title game, it doesn't necessarily scream drama. Uh, I mean, I think it's great for that sport because you can learn your team. And a better, like we've proven, we were 33-8 and eight when we made it to the national title last year and we lost to Villanova, you know. I think we're going to be a much better team this year. Uh, I just hope we figure out our shooting woes. Anyways, I'm going to get going. I'm sorry to, to, to veer off on this weird subject for no reason. But anyways, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.